You're listening to the really useful podcast. It's the tech podcast for technophobes. My name is Christian Corley from makeusoft.com. In this week's really useful podcast, we're going to be taking a look at all those old bits of technology that you've got knocking around the house, perhaps at the back of a drawer, in a cupboard, in a box in the shed, maybe stuck in your car boots. This old technology might appear to be completely useless, but there are ways that you can still use it. We'll be talking about reusing old gear, recycling old gear, donating old gear, but ultimately, we're going to be looking at ways that you can dispose of it or reuse it that don't have an ecological impact. So let's get started. We're gonna kick this off with mobile phones. Let's be honest, almost everyone has an old mobile phone knocking around. It could be an old Nokia 8210, 3310, you know, something from the depths of time. It could be a clamshell phone of some generic origin. It could be an old work phone that is no longer used and hasn't been collected for various reasons. It could be the phone that you've just stopped using because you've got an upgrade or you've got a freebie through your mobile provider. Whatever the origin of the device, it is something that you can still use while it might be obsolete as a phone. It's full of technology that you can still embrace. Make use of contributor Dan Price has provided a list of eight creative ideas to recycle your mobile phone without throwing it out. Now, number one is particularly interesting. It is to use it to get over your DIY fears. Uh, If you have a phone perhaps with a cracked screen, there is a way that you can replace the damaged screen yourself. It can be intimidated. And what if you make matters worse? Well, it's an old phone. You're probably not going to use it again. So this is a good opportunity to try it out and If it works out, then you have a device that you can pass on to someone else or reuse in some other way. If you want to remain anonymous beyond the sight of online hackers who may well be targeting common smartphones, you could use your old phone to create an untraceable phone. You use an app which will give you a burner phone number, set up a VPN, create a new online account with Google or Apple, Don't sign in with your existing account. Just use this new account, but don't spend any money with it because online transactions leave a money trail. You can stay undetected beyond the attention of people who might be interested in what you're doing online with your phone. It's a useful option to have, especially if your usual phone gets damaged and becomes unusable. Now, another option that you have with an old phone is to gut it out. Just take the interiors out and reuse the case. An old clamshell, a broken iPhone, you could turn it into perhaps the coolest wallet around. Now, yes, you do need to get your hands a little bit dirty with removing the circuits, but generally speaking, these components will more or less lift out. Might be a little bit of heat required to detach any glue, some unscrewing, but it's it's a straightforward process. A phone can easily be gutted inside 30 minutes, leaving you with a handy phone case to be reused. An alternative use is to focus your mobile phone reuse on its camera and convert the device 
into a security camera. One or more old cameras can be set up in a network as security cameras. For Android only, there's a useful tool called Warden Cam. You download the app, place the phone where you want it, and keep an eye on the action from another phone or from a computer. Simple as that. Your old phone also makes an excellent universal remote control. Whether the phone has an IR blaster or the devices you need to control are Wi-Fi only, you can use that phone, connect it to your home Wi-Fi, use the infrared option, and simply control all the devices that you own. TV, set-top box, stereo system, maybe even the lights. Let's move on to the next option, and that is to create a portable gaming device. Now, Android phones almost all have a slot for a micro SD card. This expandable storage slot lets you load up additional data. This additional data might be gaming ROMs. It might simply be Android games, whatever. You can use retro gaming, current Android gaming on an old Android phone. It's cheaper than buying a PlayStation Portable on Nintendo DS or Nintendo Switch. You could leave your old phone in your car permanently as a GPS system using Google Maps or using standard GPS software if you have the correct subscription or even as a dash cam. And finally, what better way to make use of an old phone than to donate it to charity? Cell phones for soldiers helps people in the armed forces call their loved ones without charge. Meanwhile, 911 Cell Phone Bank provides phones to vulnerable people so they can call 911 easily. And Medic Mobile gives all phones to medical workers in developing countries so they can track diseases, register pregnancies and communicate with other emergency workers. There are myriad ways that you can donate an old phone so they can be reused for the betterment of society. Try those ideas or look up some alternatives. And those ideas and everything we've discussed so far and later on in this really useful podcast can be found in our show notes. You may have heard that old technology, computers, mobile phones, TVs, games consoles, all of these things, when they are sent to the dump, when they're thrown out, they are very difficult to recycle safely and they, they basically cannot be trashed in a normal way they need to go through a specific recycling process this is energy intensive and expensive which means that we need to find new ways to reuse old technology to a lesser extent the same applies to old music formats cds cassette tapes mini discs they're all formats that have been used within the last 30 years, and they've all been replaced by MP3. Now, if you have a suitable player, then old formats can be copied to MP3 using a cable connected to your computer and audio recording software such as Audacity, which is what we use to record the really useful podcast. There are other ways of reusing old music collections, however. Uh, for example, I have an old mini disc player and some mini discs and i am basically refusing to throw it away because i love the way that it runs on a single AA battery which lasts for absolutely hours the portability and the fact that i can actually hold the media which is very rare these days although there is something that is coming back in you'll have no doubt seen new vinyl albums and old vinyl albums occupying the shelves in your favorite retailers 
Now, if you own an old mini disc system, then there are several things that you can do to keep using it. To start with, you can copy the music from your mini discs to your computer's hard drive. If you have lots of colored mini discs, then why not create a modern art installation with them? You might donate the mini disc player and discs to a community radio station or hospital radio station. You could sell your mini disc player and albums on eBay. A portable player, for example, will sell for around $50 with a hi-fi separate system, um, reaching around $80 to $100. And original pre-recorded albums selling on mini disc for around $25 or more on eBay at the moment. Speaking of which, you might just keep hold of your old mini discs. Like vinyl, they might become popular again. Now, Minidisc wasn't hugely popular at the time because, as mentioned, it did coincide with the kind of peak time of CDs and the early stage of MP3. But that doesn't mean that it might never be seen again. So keeping hold of them is an option. You could embrace your love of Minidisc as well and find more Minidisc fans online. You'll find quite a few of them on Reddit, there is a dedicated Reddit to mini discs. And backtracking slightly, you could just extend your collection of mini discs. After all, you already know how much they're worth. Now, as noted earlier, reusing old technology is important, especially when we're talking about computer systems. A large amount of chemicals are used in the creation of computers not just in the motherboards and processors, but also in the disk drives. Simply trashing them and throwing them away does have an ecological impact that it is wise to avoid. So what do you do? How do you recycle old computers? Well, as I noted, the motherboard is probably the most important part of a system to reuse. After all, all disk drives can be simply migrated to a newer computer. So what do you do with old motherboards? Well, there are different ways that you can recycle them. Well, one way is to use them as a material in crafting projects. The end results of these projects can be striking. This is something I've dabbled with in the past, which is why I compiled a list of nine ways to recycle old computer motherboards for crafting projects. So let's take a look at that now. Number one, you can create a bookmark. Simply cut the old motherboard into strips that you can use as bookmarks. Drill a hole at the top, put some thread through, or perhaps a short length of USB cable. It's important not to cut the bookmark too wide. It's probably too thick to be uh, of any notable size, so keep it no more than an inch wide. Alternatively, you could create jewelry from old motherboards, red, green, black, or blue, whatever the color of the motherboard, it could be recycled as striking jewelry. Think of earrings, pendants, even rings. These can all be fashioned by combining parts of your old motherboard with traditional jewellery making processes. Placemats can also be fashioned from an old motherboard, as can drinks coasters. Just measure to size, take a piece of matching cork or foam backing and some glue, and you've got a handsome collection of placemats. Christmas decorations are also an option for old motherboards. Green and red in particular make striking decorations. Again, just drill a hole, then add a hook and you have an eye-catching tree decoration that can last for years. Keyrings can also be made from motherboards. They're also a good option for leftover RAM. Now, RAM memory 
for computers is expensive but if it's quite old memory going back 10 years or more then it's probably something that you can cheaply replace if you need to but most importantly it's more or less worthless so take a standard stick of ram cut it in half they've already got the holes drilled in as part of the manufacturing process so all you need to do then is loop through a key ring old motherboards can also make floor and wall tiles however um, this requires quite a bit of preparation here you will probably need to coat them in resin for a smoother and more durable finish motherboards once all the components are removed have quite a striking visual appearance there's a lot of work that goes into building those intricate circuits across the surface and going into the motherboard and that's why some of them can make quite stunning wall hanging art and finally a more practical example of how to use an old motherboard is to use it as a notebook or binder cover now you can't simply take a motherboard and do these things with it there are certain things that you need to do precautions first of all there's safety precautions the main problem here is stripping the board down so that there are no or very few components and solder remaining uh, to do this you will need a safety mask you'll need to be working in a well ventilated space and you'll need to use goggles there are ways to prepare your motherboard for recycling you can put it in the oven a prolonged stint in the oven will melt the solder on the motherboard to do this you should preheat the oven to around 390 degrees fahrenheit uh, uk and european that's 200 degrees celsius you should then line your baking tray with tin foil and arrange for egg cups on the tray position the motherboard on the tray put the tray and the motherboard in the oven and bake for 60 minutes now once done the solder should have dried out chips and components then should be easy to remove an alternative to this is to simply use a soldering iron to remove the components you can also use a heat gun to remove components quickly when you're ready to cut your motherboard you'll need a multi-purpose handheld rotary tool such as a dremel an electric drill pliers a heat gun or soldering iron and jewelry making tools it's also worth having some kind of static cutting device as well but avoid a jigsaw because that can really make a mess of the motherboard although the motherboard looks like a single piece of material it's actually layered and using a jigsaw can basically ruin the motherboard and you get a very poor edge using a cnc machine however can give you better results and we'll take a moment from our usual podcast proceedings to just remind you that the really useful podcast can be found pretty much anywhere you find podcasts so we're on apple podcasts we're on spotify we're on google podcasts we're hosted at transistor.fm so you can find us there as well we're also on youtube and of course on makeuseof.com now however you subscribe to the really useful podcast and listen to us it would be amazing if you could take a moment to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That will help us to find new listeners and take our podcast to ever greater heights. You'll find the link to our Apple Podcast page in the show notes. Thanks a lot. Upgrading your PC, as alluded to earlier, can mean moving components from one older system to a new system now if you're upgrading ram 
it might be that you're discarding older rum in favor of newer rum. So what do you do with the old rum? There are different ways that you can recycle old rum chips. And we're going to look at a few of them now. Now, number one, you can use old RAM to upgrade your old computer. So say you have a relatively new computer and you decide to upgrade the RAM. That can mean buying completely new sticks of RAM, which means your old RAM can be then put in an older computer, resulting in a performance boost. That old computer might be your partner's or your, your children's computer, perhaps a parent's computer. Old RAM can be donated to a local school or perhaps a makerspace. Budget cutbacks mean that local institutions like schools, churches, and community centers need pretty much any hardware that they can get their hands on. And that's where your old RAM comes in useful. There are processes to follow when donating hardware, but in the case of RAM modules, it should be pretty straightforward as they are volatile, which means that any data stored on them is lost when power is removed. This is in contrast to disk drives, which would need a thorough clean and deletion before being sold or donated. Now, hobby spaces, also known as maker spaces, are also great targets for old RAM donations. They have many ways to reuse RAM modules from teaching PC building basics to repurposing the modules completely. Another way that you can use old RAM is to connect it to an Arduino hobbyist board for extra storage. You might also use it to build a RAM disk. You'll need multiple sticks of RAM for this and a dedicated PCI module that, or PCIe module that uh, connects to a PC tower motherboard. Uh, this is a great way to repurpose old RAM. A RAM disk is essentially a device that you can plug old RAM modules into and it's a solid state storage device. So all you need is compatible memory modules. As noted earlier, you could make some computer chip keychains using old RAM, or you could free cycle your old modules much as you would free cycle any other piece of hardware. Finally, if you're gonna recycle the RAM, it is imperative that you are using a service that is reliable and will recycle safely. Now this might mean that you have to pay for recycling. If you do that, then you will at least know that the hardware will not end up in a landfill where chemicals can leak and cause environmental issues. So if you're going to simply dispose of old RAM modules, do so via a reputable organization. Now we've talked about recycling repeatedly in this week's show uh, for obvious reasons. We're talking about ways to reuse old tech hardware and recycling and free cycling and upcycling are all part of that process. But when it comes to that time when actually you really need to say goodbye to the technology, what are your options? Well, you can't simply throw things in the trash. You can't take them to landfill to throw in the dump. So what can you do? Well, the answer is to find services that will recycle things safely. Make use of Dan Price has collected five ways to find recycling plant locations. Number one is Earth 911, which wants to save the planet with the help of its large community and recycling forms a part of that. It makes it easy for you to find a recycling plant that caters to your specific needs and is close to you. Plants are subdivided according to the kind of trash they handle some deal with automotive parts others with batteries construction waste electronics you get the picture 
You can even search for specific type of waste if it doesn't fit into one of the headline categories. In total, there are more than 350 types of waste materials and the directory itself contains over 100,000 recycling plants across the United States. ENF Recycling is the world's largest directory of recycling companies, recycling machines and recycling services. Countries with recycling plants on ENF Recycling include the USA, also the United Kingdom, Australia, Canada and various European countries, Brazil, China, Japan, India and Russia. The site's recycling plants are divided into five main categories, plastic, metal, glass, paper and organic, with each category further subdivided into the type of machine that the plant offers. So shredders, dry separators, hard plastics recyclings, extruders, balers and so on. You'll find the address, emails and contact details, maps and everything else that you need to get in touch with a plant for recycling. Another site that provides a directory of recycling locations is Vinyl Institute. It covers all of North America and there's a handful of listings for Canada. Recycle Nation is a recycling and green living focused website. In addition to the listings, it also has a blog and an iPhone app and agreements with several large retailers, recycling location aggregators and private entities, which all combined to help make Recycle Nations one of the most comprehensive ways to find recycling centers near you. And finally, you can check your local recycling listings to find recycling drop-off points and centers near you. That might be a deposit box in a store for old batteries, for example, or an actual crate for old computer components. If you know where they are, take your old gear down there forthwith and they'll be recycled quickly. Now, as you may have gathered from listening to this edition of the Really Useful Podcast, I'm quite a keen recycler. Barely a day goes by where I don't head outdoors to the recycling bin, having taken pains to ensure that the recyclable materials are washed and kept separate from the usual trash. Now, one of the things that is persistently a recycling issue is paper. And if you own a printer, then you probably know that old printouts, misprints, errors, paper jams, tatters of paper can cause a bit of a problem. Fortunately, I found 19 uses for used printer paper, and I'm gonna share them with you now. That is 19 uses. Okay, so number one, reuse printer paper by flipping it over to print on the unused side. That is the ace option. I mean, that's beginner's level stuff. And I think, obviously, you're going to use that for roughs. You're not going to post a formal letter or resume. Who posts resumes these days? Through the mail. But anyway, you know, you're not going to use a piece of printer paper that's already been used on one side for something official looking. But for roughs, it's fine. You can turn scrap paper into a wallet using the magic of origami. Similarly, you can use paper as a CD or DVD wallet. You may style your scrap paper sheets into a pen or pencil holder, and you might even collate it together and make your own notepad or sketchbook. 
Again, with origami, you could create attractive looking gift boxes. Or you might just make paper aeroplanes. Who doesn't like doing that? DIY sticky notes are also an option for scrap paper. Uh, if you've got some double-sided tape handy, then you've got sticky notes. You can use old bits of paper to make a simple bookmark. Or you can use the scraps to draw optical illusions. Now, if you've printed stuff out and it's turned out to be useless and it isn't confidential, then you could use it as gift wrapping paper. Alternatively, scrap paper can be used to create a circuit with just a pencil and a paper. The graphite in your pencil, amazingly, will actually conduct a small current enough to light a bulb. That's quite fun and it's, it's a good demonstration to young people and children of the very basics of electronics. We're up to number 13 now. You could shred the old paper and use it for packaging. Or you could make a paper popper. Make some noise. It's a banger. It's a popper. Waste paper can be folded to make homemade greeting cards. Or you could use the paper to make a simple pop gun. And staying with the offensive weapons category, it might make a paper crossbow as well. Origami time again. Claws can be fashioned from old sheets of paper. And to um, ensure your anonymity when you're committing heinous acts of violence with pieces of scrap paper, um, why not make a scrap paper mask? Now, in truth, there are hundreds of uses for scrap paper, and we've really just scratched the surface there with our origami claws. So... We've talked recycling, we've talked about reusing old motherboards, we've talked about using reusing old computer RAM, we've talked about ways that you can reuse old phones, we've also looked at recycling paper, and we've covered the various websites you can use to find recycling centres near you. Now that brings us to the end of this week's really useful podcast from makeuseof.com. We'll be back with another show next week. Until then, it's goodbye from us. Take care.